0: All right a new day in america right gs plumbing talk line is one 800 905 the common sense retirement planning text line is 71307 on the phones is oyster man yes sir what can i do for you
1: oh i tell you bill i i'm just getting so rounded up that i want to go back to the ocean and go back under the sand oh okay um yeah listen i've got something to say about all this that happened yesterday. I agree with you, yes. Something needs to be done about these CRs and continuing resolutions and filibusters and Nancy Pelosi, okay? I agree with all that. But let's see what actually happened also by shutting down the government. One, the Congress, their money doesn't shut down, okay? They still voted a um, long time ago to keep getting paid, irregardless of whatever else happens. And so, with that, let's see. Um, Matt Gates is under uh, investigation for kind of playing around with things he shouldn't have. Right. Uh, you've got uh, the thing with, uh, let's see, who was it? Oh, Menendez, who supposedly did something. Right. And all that kind of stops. The thing stops with Hunter Biden, right. pretty much. Yep. You've got the thing with... Uh, the big man, um, Joe, is basically stops. So every investigation is kind of stopped because the house stopped, and it doesn't really start back up until they get another speaker.
0: Well, it probably now, won't start back up when they get another speaker. You understand well, that, that's right? That's true. Yeah.
1: And and I don't predict them getting started before December. Right. I, if I, then, I, that's just my guess. That's if just then, my guess.
0: Yeah yeah exactly but i say well let me tell you what i the way i look at this okay if i may so do you remember under obama when the house and the senate when the house and senate flipped over to the to the republicans when the house voted eight times to repeal obamacare do you remember that yeah yeah and then it got vetoed by obama right it was just they knew that was going to happen so they voted for it then when trump was in there and he, he got out there and stated i'm going to." I'm going to do this if you send me the bill, because he can't do it, you know, with an executive order. Uh, They said no. They said no, you know, McCain. Then they started saying, well, we need to repeal and replace. And, you know, replace it with what? The government doesn't need to be involved in that. So in that Mm -hmm. moment, I looked at that time when they were doing that, when Ryan was in charge of that and all these other things were happening. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "This Mm -hmm. this is all for show and i'm looking at what's going on with this right now with what gates did because uh gates got what he wanted but he doesn't have the next step does he want to be speaker mm-hmm. if he wants to be speaker that's cool i would I, I might would support that because i'm looking for a fire slinger but um you know just going after this one guy i just wonder like you just said everything that's in 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 operation right now stops right yeah not likely to get fired back up So this means a lot of people walk. This means a lot of things get swept under the rug. And uh, was that what we wanted? Does does getting McCarthy out of the way, was it worth that? See, that's the thing that I also wonder. If they really
1: wanted McCarthy out and all of this, wouldn't it have been better to get done what you got, send everything to the Senate, let McConnell try to fight? Well, we know that's not going to happen. But put it in McConnell's hands. And then if you really do want to get rid of McCarthy, then wait till the end of the end of this year and vote him out, start again in January. I mean, you know, that that seems kind of like something that somebody should have thought of, but we're just commoners out here we don't think we we're not told to think we're not told we're always told what No, nah, to but
0: do. i I think a little critical thing is always good because while I i if anybody out there is clamping about this okay I I, and I hey listen I'm not a McCarthy fan I thought he was a little weak uh-uh. yeah. I kinda, I kind of thought he was a little bland you know it's like toast with no butter or no jelly you know so I mean yeah. I, I when 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 he became the only one that stood up and then it took him 15 ballots I was just sitting there going What are you guys doing? Mm -hmm. I mean, the Republicans cannot figure out how to coalesce and do one thing for the mission. They can't do that.
1: Exactly. Now, I don't disagree. I was kind of saying what I was saying sarcastically. You kind of missed that. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I accept your apology. Thank you. But anyway, the uh, thing is, is that, um, you know, I don't ever listen to what people say. I mean, I had a major in the Army tell this old Specialist 5 that I take the dogmatic approach to problem solving. I was just like a pit bull when you leased me, even when I was young in the military. And then when I got older, I danced on top of the colonel's desk to get what I wanted. Right. They said I was crazy, and I agreed. <clears throat> I still am. But the thing is, with with all this stuff going on right now, I'm just thinking, you know, just wait a little bit. Now you got Jordan, who keeps coming up, and he doesn't want the job. Nope. Um, and I have keep him where he is, and and uh, Comer and all these other people, even the guy who threw Nancy out of her, her apartment yep. in the in the Capitol. Well, you know, put him up there.
0: See, but the here, thing is, yeah,
1: you know, and um, you know, the thing is, is that. Yes, it all needs to be changed. It needed to be changed when I was in the Army under Carter. I've I've been going back to Carter screwing things up. I believe Lindsey Graham, or Flimsy Graham, he let things go when he could have done a whole bunch of stuff when he was in charge of the uh, whatever committee that Jordan is now
0: right the in the judiciary. <laughs> we the republicans said, don't know how to wield power they don't know how to uh-huh. be in charge and when they get uh-huh. a chance to be in charge they don't take it they don't run exactly. with it and the democrats look at that and i mean you know there was a thought pattern out there that pelosi was not yeah. going to 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 rally with gates except she did uh-uh. and uh, mm. and now the the you know the the Democrat caucus on the House side before this happened, they were in complete disarray. They got Biden out front of mm-hmm. them. This is snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Mm hmm. Exactly. And the and the other thing is too. If
1: I'm I, I, like I said, I'm crazy. I look at things totally different. I look through pink and blue eyes instead of just pink glasses. Yeah. But the thing is, is that when the uh, Democrats were asking questions in all those meetings that they had to try to get Trump. They only asked, Is that, do you believe in anything? Yes or no. Yes or no. And yeah. when somebody tried to explain it, even with uh, Turley the other day, they asked, yes or no. Yes yep. or no. Yep. Okay, I'll take that as a no or a yes. <laughs> so why, you know what I'm saying? I and do. So why I do. Don't, and so why don't the Republicans— do the same thing with all of these other investigations, just ask for, you know, yes or no. And if they say no, well, or anything else, oh, I'll take that as a yes. Next question. This is my time. You're you're butting into my time. And back then, the Democrat leader wouldn't let them even speak again.
0: I know. And
1: listen and all of that.
0: If if you were the conductor, I would definitely be in your choir, Oyster Man. So, <laughs>
1: well, you you, you, I'm, I'm you get ready. what I'm
0: saying. But I'm I'm about to run out of time, so I don't want to cut you short. Okay. So, no th-
1: I, Let me just say one thing. I'm going to be running for president. Imagine me shaking your hand and squeezing it, because I think all others have a better chance.
0: Ah, I got you. I understand. I totally understand. Thanks for your input, sir. <sighs> no easy answer, folks. This is a this is a very very complicated intricately woven mesh of nonsense and there's two ways we can do it we can try to do it and take it apart you know dismantle it and and start over again or we could suit up and go out there and just take it by force and for those that have had to do that nobody wants to do that they would actually be the ones doing it you know especially when there is a peaceful means available but Gosh, it's just so complicated, isn't it? It's complicated. Very complicated. And uh Yeah, that's true. Republicans are Republicans' worst enemy, which means they are our enemies. I don't look at them as our enemies. I look at them, you know, it's it's sort of like watching two guards run into each other when the quarterback drops back cuz they don't know what to do. They just bang into each other. It's almost comedic. We'll get back on the Pentagon In just a second, this is News Talk 98.9 WORD. I want you to imagine yourself on a on a flight in first class. They're serving drinks to you. They're gonna drink. They, they're gonna bring the five star meals to you as you fly on that plane, and then as you look out the windows, you see that you're in a mountain range, and it appears that the pilots are about to fly you straight into a mountain. So while you had all of the trappings of really nice things, you're gonna die. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Podcast available on the free Odyssey app. The Pentagon, our military, should be the Bentley of militaries on the planet today. We have the know-how. We have the experience. Well, we had. Uh, We we had the know-how, too. But, I mean at a certain point the 80s the 90s uh we were just there was nobody going to be able to challenge us seriously and we were on a footing for that kind of thing and with the ebb and flow of various things and various presidential administrations and everything defense gets cut or it gets increased and you know it goes up and down well the pentagon and biden has given away so much stuff that we drain they've drained the surplus inventory and they're draining their bank account too and all of this is being funneled to Ukraine and we don't know where that's going that's the problem <laughs> we're, we're we're funding and supplying a war with just enough stuff to keep it going and then what we are sending to them in the in the in the you know in the means of uh, monetary support we don't know where that's going and as far as the equipment, we don't know where that's going either. And we get this. The Pentagon has more than $5 billion remaining in its coffers to provide weaponry and other security assistance to Ukraine, even after Congress declined to include more funding for the war in a weekend bill to keep the government open. The $5.2 billion is roughly equivalent to the value of the weaponry the Biden administration has sent to the Ukraine over the last six months for its fight against Russia. But administration officials said it's unclear how long that money could last and a number of factors contribute to the rate of which security aid flows to give, and officials believe that the $5.2 billion could last only for another few months. And because there wasn't funding for Ukraine and the continuing resolution boondoggle passed up at the last minute on Saturday, they're now announcing that their military readiness is at stake. Shocker! And we get this, Under Secretary of Defense Michael McCord told House and Senate lawmakers in a September 29th letter that just $1.6 billion remains of the $25.9 billion passed to replenish U.S. weapons stockpiles, including artillery rounds, rockets, and missiles for Ukraine's war against Russia. He wrote, We've already been forced to slow down the replenishment of our own forces to hedge against an uncertain funding future. Failure to replenish our military services on a timely basis could harm our military's readiness. So that means instead of us spending money on our defense, we're spending money on Ukraine's defense. Which, this means that this is, the, this is NATO in the 80s times 50. Right now, they're not even able to, to, to issue the normal complement of uniforms to a Marine when they're coming through. They're supposed to get five uniforms. They're supposed to get three heavy, heavy you know, temperate, temperate zone and two hot zone type of uniforms. Right now they're getting two temperate, one hot zone. Well, Bill, that's still three uniforms. Try to be in the military with three uniforms, friend. It's hard to do because in the military, they're not out there. When they tell you to get up under that wire and run that con you know, that confidence course, uh, be confident that you're going to get muddied up and you're gonna have to change. So did no one at the Pentagon tell anybody at the White House that our military readiness has to be the first priority before they gave the blank check to Ukraine? I would have to guess no. I would have to guess no. And they're making out like that's uh, breaking news. And listen, I'm going to say it again. We don't have a dog in the fight with Ukraine. We're not doing things so Americans would not would, would have to do it. Sending all of this money over there is not doing that to keep us out of the, out of combat. Ukraine's not a member of NATO. Okay? Never going to be a member of NATO. Here's another problem. Not only could a good portion of the money have been better used to ensure a stronger military and tactical readiness for us, some of that money should have been directed to cleaning house and the, of the continuing issues of plumbing issues, mold, and squatters in these military barracks. And we get this. A report by the Government Accountability Office found that young troops living in barracks on military installations have been forced to confront everything from pests such as rodents and roaches and bed bugs to toxic waste and even squatters, potentially putting the health and safety of members at risk while damaging morale. So, here's the thing. We don't have a deployable military right now. We do not have a deployable military. And how is it, how is security so lax on a military base? Somebody the other day asked me, how could I possibly get on a military base if we had to take one? Apparently very easily because squatters are going in. And apparently this has been an ongoing problem for a number of years. And this tells me that they have never prioritized getting these barracks cleaned up. Right now, it's all about whining about Trump and pushing the woke DEI crap. And there's going to be more money on the table for, to go to Ukraine, even as the Biden administration privately admits that, why, yes, Ukraine does have a corruption problem. Then there's this. The administration wants to press Ukraine to cut graft, not least because U.S. dollars are at stake, but being too loud about the issue could embolden opponents of U.S. to aid Ukraine, many of them Republican lawmakers uh, who are trying to block such uh, assistance. Any perception of weakened American support for Kiev could cause more European countries to think twice about their role. When it comes to the Ukrainians, there are some honest conversations happening behind the scenes. A U.S. official familiar with Ukraine policy said, like others, the person was granted anonymity to discuss a sensitive issue. Well, you know, here's the thing. Anything going to Ukraine needs a lot of oversight. And the Biden administration doesn't do it. They don't do it. And uh, they refuse to either give or acknowledge it. That is a necessity because they have laundered money there for a long time. We have squandered and given away so much. And we don't have a dog in the fight for the U- with Ukraine. So if we leave, uh, Poland's already left. Poland's already pulled out of that. We need to be pulling out of that. Ukraine's not a member of NATO. Zelensky, he wants to be the big dog. Okay, fine. You're going to have to negotiate with Putin. This is what heads of state do all the time. They don't roll around and go to all the swank parties and everything in their combat shirt and then get out there and demand that we keep funding their war because you're so upright and righteous and this is justice and all this other stuff. We have cultivated our own national security problem. It's, it's not about perception now. We, we, we're, we're short. We, we don't have enough material to go. In, in the 80s, we had something called the ice pack, which was a bunch of equipment that never saw the light of day unless we had to deploy in real combat. We had the very best of everything, the newest of everything. Everything was everything was beautiful. The maintenance that we performed, our operational readiness was at around in the 90 percentile. We were good to go. I mean, we were tight. And uh, that, that's, that's that's a thing of the past now. That's a thing of the past. That, not, nowhere in there, in this report, do they say anything, anything at all, about operational readiness, what's the percentage of that? Right now, there's a bunch of rechargeable buses, and uh, well, they're not they're not operational. But they're going to order some more, even as they turn on the diesel buses to do the routes. This is News Talk 98.9 W O R D. When you lose Jackson, Wyoming, you got problems. Wouldn't you think that'd be where the environmentalists would be hanging out? The GS Plumbing Talk line is one The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page, if that is your flavor. And, uh, well, you know, podcasts available wherever your best podcasts can be found, especially on the free Odyssey app. So we get this, the Southern Teton Area Rapid Transit or START system, a joint operation between Jackson and Teton County bought eight electric buses to comp- complement its fleet of 31. But none of them are running. None of the electric buses are running. So the town's transit system is relying on the diesel fleet. Last month, the electric bus manufacturer that supplied START, California-based Proterra Filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Jackson Hole News and Guide reports that the last of the electric buses went out of service two months ago, and some of the broken buses have been awaiting parts for months. Start director Bruce Abel told Cowboy State Daily that the agency still wasn't sure when those parts will come or when its electric feet will be running again. You know why that is, because nobody fixes these things. You will never find, you know, it's, you know, you, you can go anywhere you want besides your dealer. If you own a a, a inner, you know, a, a combustion engine car and you can get whatever you want done there, body work, engine work, suspension work, any kind of work, any you know, electrical work, you know, on the electronic cars. though on the electronic vehicles, they want to maintain control of that. And then when they go out of business, well, then I don't know what the answer is. don't know what the answer is because this is this i mean first of all this should be egg on the face for the dopes behind this scheme because they're enjoying a 100 failure rate but if it only comprised one bus i could see where they would say well they shouldn't be saying that because it's only one bus but they have eight all of which can be reasonably expected to never run again, given Proterra's recent bankruptcy. Second of all, and this is the part that makes me go, hmm, you know, those things that make you go, hmm, what an asinine investment, given the frigid temperatures, that prohibit the proper function of rechargeable vehicles for a large part of the year in Hole. And we get this from Perkaloo, a local resident who once sat on the county governing board said of the giant stupidity from reliable diesel to rechargeable electric. Then Then back to diesel was that it was a manifestation of naive leftist who threw pragmatism out the window. (laughs) And here we go. So 15 years ago, the, a bunch of people wanted to improve the county road system and make traffic flow smoothly across the Snake River. Those of you who remember the Snake River, evil Knievel wanted to jump it. He just jumped into it, I think, but, he, you know, that, that was its claim to fame. So then the idea of elect, electric buses began to make some noise along the way, and the road improvements they wanted never materialized. It was difficult to move forward with road projects in a community with a strong voice of, Not In My Backyard. This is the reason people move to these locales, because they want to be left alone. So a majority wanted driving to remain inconvenient in hopes that people would ride more bikes and take public transit. And so the, 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 you know, the, the people that think better and know better, they decided that was not very practical. He said that with a good supply of natural gas available, the transit system should have looked into natural gas vehicles. He said we missed a boat out there with our electric bus purchases, and obviously a bad choice of vendor. (laughs) This and Proterra, by the way, Proterra looks a lot like Cylindra when you look at them. They got eight billion dollars through federal grants. And we get this. According to the news and guide, the eight buses in its fleet cost $2.3 million, 80% of which was covered by a Federal Transit Administration grant in 2019. Between 2020 and 2021, similar grants provided another $2.6 million and START plans to spend $3.3 million for four more electric buses. This time, another company other than Protero will be filling the order and delivery is years away. Okay. Now... So it wasn't the folly of the people at Jackson's Hole and uh, all, you know, all these other places in Wyoming that didn't want anything improved on. You got to pay for that, for their broken eight buses. So now they have eight broken buses that probably will not be compatible with the ones they're going to buy from the other vendor because God knows we've got to make these things proprietary. And then, you know, hey, So what if it's a little bit of waste? We all have to live with consequences, right? Right? (laughs) This is the part that kills me the most. Um, Once again, we see the the shortcomings of the lithium-ion battery on display where cold weather takes it out. Cold weather takes it out. Salt water takes it out. So what climate is these, well, will these electric vehicles, where will they actually run all the time without some possible threat of them getting in a thermal runaway due to some sort of, and the answer to that is nowhere. Even here, where we have fairly even climate, right, we still have cold days. And uh, you know what's to stop something from flying up under underneath you as you go down the road, and uh, puncturing your your battery? What then? I'm sure some of you have these things, and you know that the uh, the uh, there's there's maybe some shielding for that. And I hope there is. I hope it's not bare and laid out there. But uh, you know, I just look at these things: limited range, nobody to fix them. And completely dependent on the environment that they say we're changing. They say we're making it too hot, which is apparently the only environment in which these things will actually run. I mean how much of a how much of a double message are we getting out of these guys? So once again, the electric vehicle boondoggle shows itself for what it really is and everybody out there, and we paid for it. You and I spent $8 million making sure that Jackson's Hole, Wyoming got eight electric buses that don't run. On the text line, I'm being told the Proterra buses were built here in Greenville. I didn't know it. I did not know that. And once again, let's make one thing perfectly clear. I think the electric vehicle is a pretty good idea if they perfect it, but they haven't perfected it. They haven't perfected it. That's a problem. We need we need a portable battery. A portable battery. You know what messes with the mind of a leftist at any given time? Reality when their when their policy slaps them in the face. This is News Talk, ninety eight nine WORD. Crime is indiscriminate. It doesn't care what's behind your name, dear. Oh, our crime is very indiscriminate. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is seven one three zero seven. You know. You know. I sit here and I, I I I'm very I'm I'm very disheartened by these Sorosian DAs and the zero bail laws and the. Th- thankfully, we don't have them here. You know. But this is happening all across America. This is happening all across America. You don't back law enforcement. We got open borders. We got all kinds of things that has this plague of violence now seen in the blue cities predominantly. Now, the reason I don't like it is because I like to go visit them just because some of them are very historic. They've just been flown into the ground. However, it is interesting to watch what happens To the leftists as they get to embrace the policies that they have wrought. Because they're getting mugged. Same as the other people in the blue cities. Like U.S. Representative Henry Cuellar of uh, Democrat Texas was a victim of an armed carjacking Monday night in D.C. He was in the Navy Yard neighborhood when the incident took place at about 9.30 p.m. The agency, uh, this the U.S. Capitol Police, said this: They, along with Metropolitan Police Department, responded to the scene at New Jersey Avenue and K Street, Southeast. They're searching for three suspects described as black men wearing all-black clothing in connection with the carjacking. Quayar's stolen vehicle, a white Honda C-H-R, has since been recovered. Now, that probably happened at the point of a gun. And he's not the first to have this kind of thing happen. They discovered, he, he discovered something. He's been, he's been, and now he's a believer. And uh, this, uh, we get this from uh, some news source. Monday's incident made are the second Democrat in Congress to become a victim of crime in the nation's capital this year. In February, Minnesota Rep. Angie Craig was attacked in an elevator at her apartment building before fighting off her attacker. Then there's Blue State Congresswoman Mary Gay Scanlon, who was carjacked in Philadelphia in December of 2021. Five teenagers were arrested in Delaware on on Wednesday night after they were found inside a stolen car belonging to Representative Mary Gay Scanlon, who was carjacked earlier that day in Philadelphia. Ms. Scanlon, Democrat of Pennsylvania, was unharmed in the carjacking, during which she was robbed at gunpoint around 2.45 p.m. That's far from the worst that has just happened in the last twenty-four hours. We had a advocate in Brooklyn waiting with a his girlfriend. You know, he was he was referred to as a poet and an advocate, uh, and he got stabbed to death. Then there's Josh Kruger. Who in Philadelphia, he got out there and said, you know, all this crime they're talking about, this doesn't really happen here. This isn't really a thing. And uh, well, he got shot to death in Philadelphia. On Twitter, he got out there. Some idiot just said you're more likely to get shot and killed than die of COVID in Philly to make some insensitive rhetorical point for his side. Folks, four times many Philadelphians have died of COVID than gunshots this year. I understand the math is hard, but do better. Well, and listen. This is the same guy that got out there and said, now that I'm no longer in government, I can finally say publicly it's not wrong to punch Nazis. (sighs) Well, (laughs) so. Yeah, when you when you take those kind of, I'm you know I'm not going to speak badly of the uh, of the dead, slain EcoMap CEO railed against police state that criminalizes black bodies before letting early release thug into her building. Tragically, he raped and killed her. We're talking about, uh, uh, Pava Lapierre or La Pierre. and um, yeah, she was a uh, she was a CEO of a company. All of these people were big. Big advocates for criminal justice reform. Get out of jail cards for the hardened criminals. And we shouldn't gloat over these people being killed because these killings were just as heinous as undeserved as if they happened to anybody else. But can the leftists not see that the crime is coming for them, not just the deplorables and the black people? We know what's causing it. But the criminals are going to start picking them off because they're so out there, you know. And the daily victims are going to start coming in in multiples. There's no doubt about it. Crime is getting worse. And every one of these things could be prevented, but they're not going to be. So I don't know where we get to the tipping point to where all of this stuff gets rejected. But it's got to come. On the text line, carjackings have increased 700% in D.C. since 2019. 75% of them involve a firearm. There were no guns on January 6th. Absolutely right. Talk to you in about 22 hours. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.